All right, gentlemen. So, you boys happy to see 2020 come to a close? <laughs> we'll see what 2021 has in store. Yeah, right? we'll see what 21 has in store. Because yeah. as soon as the clock strikes, it means everything oh. changes. Well, right? we're going to talk about that today. Uh-huh. We're oh, okay. going to talk about that today. I've heard that. T- I've heard that kind of language quite a bit in the last <laughs> few months. Uh, it seems like people uh, are, are putting putting their hope in uh, in, in January first, and we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think the calendar is necessarily going to be as friendly to us as other thing as other people do. But uh, but yeah. How, how so? I mean, twenty twenty. Eventful for us, I'd imagine. Yeah, absolutely. It was something. It was something. (laughs) It was was something. Yeah, it was something. But, uh, I mean, all I've seen on social media, and unfortunately I'm on social media all the time. Um, Josh is too, because he runs our social media at our church. It seems like all I've... At element.church. At element... Yeah, is it element.church? Yeah, Yeah, follow us. On the IG. Yeah, follow us on the IG, on on Instagram. Um, So, uh, uh, Josh does a good job with that. But we have a 35-foot tall LED Christmas tree outside of our church. And in our small town, North Carolina... It is setting people on fire right yeah, now. Yeah, they love it, man. We got a deer that like jumps around that thing. It's like all mm-hmm. kind of... When I drove past know. it tonight, there were snowflakes going up and down it. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're familiar with Western North Carolina, you're seeing snowflakes anywhere else. We ain't seeing any snow. Although I heard we might see some of this... Uh, the mountains might catch some on Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what they they're saying. They always catch it and keep it from us in the foothills. That's up, true. Up in, up in Cullowee. Oh, yeah, I bet Cullowee will, Cullowee. Cullowee will get Cullowee some. Cullowee hit Shout a lot of snow Western. back in the day, right? Cullowee, uh, more than here, but not like as much as App. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's not talk about app. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, so tonight we're we're going to focus on as best as we can the positives of 2020. And 2020 was a good year for all things, all people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, I think I think I started all things, all people in 2019. Interestingly enough, so a lot of people don't know this. You guys do. Um, you guys were at my house with another one of our friends when mm-hmm. I told you. I was going to start All Things All People. It started off as a way to teach about world religions. Mm. Surprisingly, people weren't that interested in that. (laughs) 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 Uh, And when I decided that, you know, I speak the language of Christianity a lot better than I do the secular world. uh, And on Martin Luther King weekend of Mm -hmm. January of 2020, switched it and made my first openly christian post on on uh, all things dot all people on instagram it uh it took off and then started the started the podcast in june of 2020 a few months into the pandemic mm-hmm. um and it's uh <clears throat> I mean, so it's ta- wait so the first episode was in june J- last week of june okay jorge hill was last oh, week okay of june. yeah, yeah. Mean, that was such a good one to start with yeah too. yeah jorge was a good start so jorge uh doesn't get as much credit as he should because right after Jorge, we started getting some really notable guests. Yeah. But Jorge was really, and you know, one thing that people don't understand, like, and we can talk about that too if we want, but like the process of getting guests is that, you know, being able to say that I had the executive director of Cross-Examine was, was a big deal. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Like not a ton of people. It's not like Jorge's a household name, but being able to say that, you know, Jorge had trusted me enough to be on the show. Yeah. And the interview was cool, dude. Jorge, dude, Jorge is one of the coolest people I've interviewed on the show. Like if he was sitting here with us, um, he would fit in perfectly. Like he's just a cool dude. But yeah, so that was the last week of June. 
of 2020. Our video's never been better than on that episode with Jorge. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so funny story about that, too. So, so the fr- literally the, my first episode, first episode, like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Sometimes I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, Jorge is like a social media guru. Like, he runs social media for, for cross-examine. And so we get on, and we get on Zoom, and I don't post a ton of video from the interviews. It's mostly audio. And... Jorge doesn't like the look of the Zoom. And so he's like, bro, can I call you back on my software? So we get on, and I was like, this is some serious stuff. Like, oh, yeah. like a spaceship. Yeah, if you go back, I think on YouTube and some on Instagram, um, Jorge had, a, had like, we were, we were shooting like three or four angles that day. He was mixing it on the spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, from a video standpoint, it's 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 gone downhill since the first episode. I need to I need to actually improve the video. But uh, yeah, Jorge was the man, and so he jumped on and and was willing to do it um, in June of 2020. And you know, since then we've the, the the pod's been a lot of fun seeing you guys jump in. A lot of people don't realize this. Like, so I've gotten a lot of good reviews about the crew episodes. Um, you know, I have a lot of friends who. Um, you know, I bounce ideas off of, um, you know, people that, I mean, they're all your friends too. Um, people we go to church with, but you know, for, for listeners, Josh and Ben, and then a few of, a few of our other friends too, that, that haven't been on the show, um, are typically like my go-to sounding board outside of my wife. And, um, you know, even before we were here, like we, we were, we were at dinner, um, celebrating, uh, you know, the end of the school semester, um, and got that uh, master's degree, big fella, mm-hmm. got a master's degree. Yeah. Um, so I expect my pay at all things. All people yeah. go up. Yeah. We're going to double ze- it. We're going to double zero it. to zero. Um, but, uh, but so, so yeah, so bringing you guys on for the crew episodes. Um, and then really, I, I really hope in 2021, I don't know. I'm my, my hope for all things, all people is really that we'd, we'd see a team rise up over time where, you know, it wouldn't just be my thing. And, uh, you know, you guys, even, even, even if my name's the only one on it, it, it isn't really my thing, <clears throat> just my thing, because you guys speak into it a ton. And, and the people that we've had on the show that I've been able to interview a lot of times come from the minds of people like Josh and Ben um, who say, hey, you know who you should get on is this person. And I shoot them off an email and against all odds, they for some reason say yes. I don't know. But uh, but so it's been it's been a, it's been a fun ride in 2020. 2020 has been kind of a crazy year, um, obviously. It's been a devastating year. I mean, you know, we're going to focus on the positives in this episode, but to gloss over the fact that it's been, uh, you know, collectively the worst year for a lot of people is is impossible to ignore. And, um, you know, but there, there's a lot of people who who probably need to just be reminded that <clears throat> there are still good things happening in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so, yeah. So um, so what, what we want to do today in this last episode of. 2020 and getting ready for 2021 the, the by the way the lineup for 2021 is is a, it's a strong one it's a strong one i have january completely booked heading on into february um if you want to uh, get a get a a sneak preview of who's on in january and in ahead make sure to join the behind the scenes group on facebook um that links in a uh, instagram bio i think but um but yeah so january is gonna be a great month and on but um but today want to focus on some of the positives. And I don't know if you guys know this. I'm sure you do because uh, you guys are followers on the social media and, you know, you hear me talk about it all the time. But we, we've been ranked a couple times. Mm, oh worldwide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, so worldwide, we've not been ranked in the United States yet. Yet. Keyword. Yet. But worldwide, we have been ranked as, I think it's easy to say, one of the world's best podcasts. I mean... The rankings would say so? I mean, I'm saying that. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying that. So so here's so here's some of the, the 2020 highlights. Is that... Uh, at one point or another, I don't have dates on this, but at one point in the nation of Malaysia, mm-hmm. bonjour, mm-hmm. in the nation of Malaysia, <laughs> at what point we were ranked number 147. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Malaysia. Oh, Malaysia bringing it home, baby. All right. In our neighbor to the south, Mexico. Mexico. Mm-hmm. Bonjour. At one point in the year 2020, the All Things All People podcast was ranked in the Christianity section 113. There you go. Good answer. Oh, yeah. man. Mexico. That's solid. Mexico. Thank you, Jorge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jorge bringing us home. In. My friend Mike Bird's neighborhood of New Zealand, mm-hmm. although he's from Australia. But to an American, there's really not that much difference. Not much. But if you listen to that episode, he rebukes that that thought. <laughs> <laughs> In the nation of New Zealand, at one point, gentlemen, we were number in the Christianity section, number seventy-seven. There you go. Oh, 77. Let's go. Seventy-seven. Breaking did he the hundred. Did he say seventy-seven? Yeah. Oh my gosh, seventy-seven. Wow. Wow. And guys. In the far north European country of Norway. Mm. Mm. Land of the Vikings. In the Christian... <laughs> Maybe, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> In the Christianity section of the Norwegian podcast charts, ahead of Pastor John Piper's podcast. Yep. At Sorry, one, John. For one week. One Sorry. week. For Sorry, one John. week out of the 52 weeks of 2020, the All Things All People podcast rested at number 70. Yes, we did. Oh, John Woo! Piper! Yeah. John Piper! I'm sorry, buddy. You're more than welcome on the show today. Yeah, I, John Piper's anytime. I've had your son on the show. He was wonderful. Yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> he was wonderful. Barnabas was a fun one. Barnabas was a fun one. Barnab- yeah, Barnabas was good. And, and you know, so... Fiery. Barnabas so, fiery. I heard a lot about Barnabas. And, you know, a lot... We're going to talk about Barnabas here in a few minutes. But uh, I was surprised at how lively Barnabas was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when you when you listen to his dad, and I mean we're all Christians, so we all listen to John Piper. But uh, yeah, when you listen to his dad and you you hear this like sweet older man, I mean he gets fiery too. But Barnabas was uh, pretty brash. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which I really appreciated. He about was him. really he was strong in his opinions. Didn't hold back. Yeah. Didn't hold back. The only mention I think I've had on the show of Harry Potter. Yeah. Probably. Probably. You, you left know. that in. <laughs> I did leave that in. Um, Three but, people just stopped listening. Right yeah, now. exactly. <laughs> but we also picked up. It, when every time you mention Harry Potter, you lose three, pick up five. It yeah, really there is you like go. A weird yeah, thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, Christians feel edgy when they yeah. talk about Harry Potter. <laughs> but so yeah, so so yeah, we've been ranked. We've been ranked around the world. More of a testament, probably, to the fact that in some of those countries, there's not a huge contingent of uh, Christian podcasting. But nonetheless, uh, you know, we're happy to see that kind of growth. Um, it's easy to kind of to smirk and scoff at that, but I take that as a sign of success and take that as a sign that, you know, what, what we're doing and what we're producing is, uh, resonating with some people 
And more than anything, um, you know, you guys and the conversations we're having on these crew episodes and the guests that we're having on um, are saying things that uh, mean a lot to people around the world. So so I guess one thing, too, is, that, you know, if you're if you're listening to this episode and you, and you think you might be one of those people, whether whether it's one of those countries, Mexico, New Zealand, Malaysia, Norway, or or maybe you're in a different part of the globe um, that that, you know, you think. Uh, you're one of the few people in your area who listens to this obscure at this point Christian podcast. I would love for you to let us know um, and you can reach out. Um, it's it's actually Jeremy at all things, all people dot org. Um, but yeah, shoot me an email or reach out on Instagram or something and, and just kind of let us know where you're listening from. And because it's been amazing to see, you know, I can keep up with where all the listens from. We've had listens all over the globe. And um, we really appreciate you guys sharing that with your friends. Um, you know, we've had we've had, the, you know, I joke all the time and say you can't call the show all things, all people and then only have white people from America, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, we've made a concerted effort to have as diverse um, a guest list as we can, um, both, you know, people from different um ethnic backgrounds, different nationalities. And, and we're going to continue to do that. The guest list in 2021 continues to do that because, you know, we can't call it the all things, all people podcast and then only feature some things and some people. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, just let us know where you're listening from and let us know your, your own testimonials of like maybe how this show has impacted you. If you've shared it with friends, um, let us know and let us know kind of what positive impact that might've had. And, and, uh, if you haven't shared it with friends, you know, if you know somebody who's who loves apologetics, share the Andy Bannister podcast with them, the Frank Turek show, the Justin Brierly show, um, you know, somebody who's a worship leader, the Seth Condry, the Joe Barnes episodes, um, and so on, you know, but, but it's been, it's been a good year. And so thank you to all the, the listeners around the world who are, who are listening and keeping up. But, um, but yeah, so, so gentlemen, we have the first annual all things, all people podcast awards to hand out. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, I know you guys, you know, you, you and I talked about this and we put out a little poll for some of the awards on, on Instagram, mm. which is kind of our primary, all things, all people's primary social media outreach. But, um, and talked about kind of what, 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 what the listeners, what the listeners thought. But first, I guess, first thing, what, who, who would, who, who would be y'all's kind of go to episodes uh in this first six months as you kind of think through not that you guys i don't expect you guys to listen to every episode i don't even listen to every episode i'm part of almost every every almost every episode i'm part of every episode but i don't listen back to all of them but Mm -hmm. yeah i mean which ones kind of stuck out to you in 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 2020 i guess for me the thing i think about is like what is the episodes that impacted me the most Mm -hmm. right and i'm i don't really know where the polls came in as yeah. far as uh, where everybody voted, but I'd be surprised if Andy Bannister didn't take home yeah, something. Bannister was good. He was so good because he was such a. It it felt like a refreshing take yeah. on things that have been kind of weighing mm-hmm. on on our minds, um, in in just like the, I don't know the Christian realm, yeah, if you will, and particularly his his uh, his honestly Christian worldview of social justice issues. If, mm-hmm. if that's something that you're thinking about mm-hmm. a lot as a listener or you have friend, you have a friend that has questions about that, mm-hmm. highly, highly recommend the Annie Bannister episode. It is phenomenal for mm-hmm. that and like bringing the gospel to uh, to those questions mm-hmm. as like the only answer that we really have for them. 
Why not with Bannister too? I I remember he brought up the fact that knowing the questions that they're actually asked um asking at this point, the younger generation, mm-hmm. and like it's just something I never thought about because they're not asked, they're not wondering the same questions that we were wondering ten years ago, yeah, or something, or yeah, sure. even like five years ago. Yeah. It's totally new. It's a brand new yeah, world. A brand new world. It's something I just never thought about. So what I what I loved about Bannister, and I mean I loved all of them, but like. It was, you know, Josh, so Josh's office is pretty much right next to mine. And pretty much every interview I do, I do in my office at, at Element Church. And um, I hang like a little recording sign on my door. And, you know, like it's always a kind of an operation. And then I always finish. And while the, the interview's exporting, I walk out. And usually Josh is out there and he's just like, how did it go? And I don't know what your point of view on that is. But usually I kind of have a hard time explaining it because, I've just downloaded a lot of information. I do a ton of research for these episodes. But when I walked out after Bannister, I was so encouraged. Yes. Yes. I remember that. Like, and I just remember walking out with like a big smile on my face and being like, man, like, like as somebody who spends a lot of time, like whether as a pastor or, you know, what I do with all things, all people, but like as consistently being the person who's typically speaking into other people's Mm -hmm. lives, like interviewing Andy Bannister, and um, just hearing his thoughts, like you guys are saying, like when I asked him the question of like, hey, what do we make of Black Lives Matter? What do we make of Extinction Rebellion? What do we make of all these things? Like mm-hmm. and his answer, though, just being like, like, don't dismiss it. Like, don't ignore it. Like mm-hmm. these people are asking questions. Don't that, be frustrated by it. Right. Be, be yeah. encouraged that somebody's asking for truth and trying to find the yes. answer. And I, I mean, all three of us love apologetics. That's really one of the big things that the three of us bonded over. But like is too often I, I felt like apologetics became explaining away a movement like black lives matter, explaining yeah. away extinction rebellion. Right before we got in this episode, we were talking about some of the things that have been happening here in the United States in a city like Portland mm-hmm. where we're, 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 you know, the three of us are so far removed from a place like Portland. Um, literally geographically, we yep. are about as far away from Portland as you can get. But like also, Politically speaking, we were in a small town in North Carolina, but like, you know, Andy was talking and he was basically like, it's good that they're asking these questions, you know, like, and so I was, I was hugely encouraged by that. And, you know, we've had a tremendous list of guests. I ultimately do not know how I got these people to agree to be on this show. Yeah. I'm going to be real with you. So favor the Lord, favor of the Lord. I'm going to be real with you. The hustle is real, though. So some real. some of them the some of them yeah. some of them probably won't pick up my phone call no because is not an acceptable answer. No, no, I'll, I'll say this, and you know this about me too. No is an acceptable answer for some people. Okay, not for some though. For some, and I'm going to say Alvin Plantinga. Okay, so Alvin Plantinga, he's obviously not listening to this show. Obviously. Okay. <laughs> but he doesn't know it. He's getting yeah. another email in 2021. <laughs> oh, yeah. He has already said no to me. Keller. Are you listening? Kevin? We're gonna try. We're gonna try Tim Keller. Be ready for that. Yeah. So listen, we're gonna try. So pray for the favor that we're gonna try for Tim Keller in 2021. Mm. We've, we've been praying for him. I mean, it, obviously Absolutely. struggling with pancreatic cancer. I mean, he's my spiritual hero yeah. as far as people I don't know. Um, but we're gonna try for Tim Keller in 2021. But there's people who, if they say no to me, I will leave them alone. Yeah. Right. But you have to say no. You have to. You can't just ghost me. Yep. Okay, you can't just ghost me. (laughs) I I remember the email to Plantinga, Mm -hmm. and it was so real. It was like... You and I were eating pizza. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Old Barley's, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, hey, everybody else, 
has to say no. You have to say no twice. Yeah, that's and exactly what I said. Yep. <laughs> I said, you know, because the the mantra at that point was just starting off was like, because man, there's a tendency in you know the world we live in now of like just ghosting people. Yeah. And a lot of these people, even the well-intentioned ones, like they'll just ignore you. And yeah. I'm like, no, if I if I've decided that I really would like for you to do something on the show, like. If if ultimately over a couple of weeks you you don't respond to me, I'm not going to harass you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But it's like, you know, I'm going to check back in with you. Yeah. You know, and so you're the, not an the, email terrorist or anything. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not harassing anybody. Nobody's filed a restraining order. <laughs> but like, but you know, I think it's polite to respond to somebody and say no. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know. So so but, but I mean but yeah. So like well, as, I just want to say like as you've seen, mm-hmm. lots of times people do want to do the podcast. But they just did not get around to answering. Oh, they're or busy. They, or they thought somebody yeah. else answered for them. Yeah. And and them hearing back was and a lot of responses have been, oh, oh my gosh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to do that. I'm sorry we mm-hmm. didn't get back with you. And, yeah. A lot of responses have been, you know, because I, I deal with a lot with academics. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, these people are teaching college classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. writing books and stuff like that. And so when they say, hey, I'm busy right now, I go, okay, I'll email you in six months. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, and that, so, so to anybody listening, like, and you guys know. Um, I can get on my soapbox a little bit of becoming like a motivational speaker a little bit of like, don't tell me you want to do something and then not do the things that are required to do that thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a good lesson for 2020. It's a good lesson for 2020 because, you know, my mantra in 2020 was like, all right, let's get fired up. Like everybody else is staying at home waiting for the pandemic to pass. Always it's be like doing something. Yeah. It's just like, uh, I go, okay, so everybody's sitting at home. They know how to use zoom now. You know, and so, you know, you guys know how excited I was like when Brian Broderson agreed to do it. And it's like, I know he means a lot to me. Might not be the most famous person we had, but like when he agreed to do it, I was over the moon. And, you know, so like, so here's the guest list for 2020. And of course, you know, you guys are maybe the most notable people we've had on the show. Oh, yeah. Ben Cole and Josh Cribb. Oh, for sure. Um, (laughs) But, you know, so, so right off the bat, right, we had Jorge, like you said, Mm -hmm. and that was awesome. Jorge was so cool. So much fun. Actually, I don't know if you two know this, but Jorge actually has a Twitch channel where he does live gaming. I did, did not you know that. that? I did not does. know that. Is he yeah. for real? What does he I did not. What does he do? I don't. Do you think I know? I, mean, I don't know. Bro, you knew that You knew that uh, Joe Barnes liked, uh, <laughs> what, chocolate chip yeah, yeah. something? Like, right. I'm, uh, I'll see if I can find it in this episode. But it's like, I saw something earlier today. It was like hylomorphic or something like that. No, I'm making some. I'm messing. Something I'm up. unfamiliar. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know, but he games. He's a big gamer. So Jorge's okay. the man. But after Jorge, we had Karen Swallow Pryor. Yep, that was a big get for for all things all people. Yeah. Karen, Karen Swallow Pryor is a big deal. She's awesome. She was so cool to me too. I mean, she could big time me, but she didn't. She was cool, and and she and I actually respond back and forth on on Twitter and Instagram. She's she's awesome. She's, she's pretty. She's pretty interactive with the show too. She yeah. does that. She responds to stuff on Instagram. Yeah. Um, you know, I genuinely enjoyed talking to her, and she was very cool. Plus, you know, she taught at Liberty while I was there, mm-hmm. so we kind of have that common ground. Uh, she She's left Liberty since then. She's at Southeastern now. But after that, Archbishop Foley Beach. Yep. Josh, mm. you want to tell us what your joke is? <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, I'll let it out there. I love this. I get Jeremy on this at least once a week. Mr. Once a Beach. Day. Once a day. Mr. Beach. Um, Archbishop. Art, Mr. Archbishop. <laughs> I don't know how you're supposed to address an archbishop. I mean, do I bow at the microphone? But yeah, so so anyway, I've always just thought Archbishop Foley Beach, that guy's British. Like yeah, he that, was Anglican. 
Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, but I was just like, ah, that guy, that guy's top of the morning to you. Like him and yeah. Andy, him and Andy Bannister are like boys. They go out and get into the pub. Right. But like every time I see Jeremy, I'll try to fit in like an English joke in there somewhere. I'll be like, oh, dude, you had Andy Bannister on there, dude. That's probably because of the connection to Foley Beach, right? They see each other all the time walking down the street, <laughs> and uh, and he's just like, you are the living worst. Yeah, which is not entirely untrue. Archbishop Foley Beach is actually in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Allegedly, oh, yeah. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> the Anglican Church of North America. Very much a North American archbishop, but he was the man. Um, he was super cool to me. Um, really interesting guy, too. If you haven't listened to that episode, I know it's very early on. I, I don't even really want to listen to that episode only because of me. Um, that was very much early on in my podcasting game, but he was super cool to me. Very interesting. My friend and our friend, Caleb Edwards. Mm-hmm. I love Edwards. Yeah, Caleb's the man. Worship leader at International House of Prayer in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. He came on and we talked about charismatic theology. Um, which yeah, great one-liners in that one, by the way. Did he really? Oh my! Gosh, I mean, I, yeah. I, it's hard for me. To, I don't remember most of these interviews at this point. Yeah, he man, he had some phenomenal, like just one-offs. I think he said something about like, uh, man, I'm gonna butcher it. It was yeah. something to do with. Um, you had to just go listen to it, honestly. But he was talking about uh, charismatic theology. You can say, oh yeah, well if we're you were saying like. Do you think you use this terminology too much and take advantage of it? Mm. And he was like, "Well, if we do that, then Baptist pastors have been taking advantage of an altar call for oh, for decades." Yeah. And I was just like, mm. "Yeah, Get yeah." Uh, you know? So he, yeah, I remember that now. So he, I actually did the interview while I was at the beach, and um, and he said, uh, "Yeah, I know what you're going to do." Uh, so, <laughs> so <laughs> another fully beach joke, but. Uh, yeah, so we were talking about abusing maybe the gift of tongues, maybe the gift of prophecy, I, I think, think it was. was. Prophecy. It was prophecy, yeah. And that's when he said, well, Baptist preachers have been abusing an altar call for the last hundred years. And I was just like, oh. And I said, okay, okay so we're, we're we're stepping on toes now. But yeah. <laughs> Great point, though. It is. I mean, it's yeah, absolutely fair. Um, yeah, so Caleb Evers is a good friend of ours, um, somebody I greatly respect. Saw him this past Sunday. He was at Element Church visiting with his beautiful family. Another friend of ours. Mr. Death was arrested. Seth Mr. Condry. Death was Seth arrested. Condry. Ben, you've played I'll drums play with Seth Condry. I have, yeah. Many a time. Many a times. Many a time. What's he like to play with? Because I've never actually played in a band with him. Wonderful and laid back and just... Mr. Laid back. <laughs> Mr. Laid back. He, he, so he's out in a church in San Francisco now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like, which which he was at North Point for as long as I've known him. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we talked about in that show, I'm, I'm, I'm actually closer with his dad than I am him. And then our our pastor Neil um, was basically his mentor growing up, mm-hmm. and so it's a it's crazy a, stories in that. It's a weird that, story, that yeah. But story. like, I'd say probably the most emotional I've gotten was that episode. Yeah, for sure. For him sure. talking about him talking about um, you know Neil, who's near and dear to all of our hearts, and the you know his conversion story there on the beach at Folly Beach. Oh, really? Of okay. no okay. places. Okay. Of all places, coincidence. Coincidence. I think, I think not. not. Yeah. I think not. So Seth Condry, I mean, and Seth's the man. I mean, he's saying oh, yeah. death was arrested, but more than that, he's just like the coolest guy. Has the most Wonderful views person. on YouTube of any of our uh, any Does it really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Really? Yeah. I've not been good. I've actually been thinking about in 2021 just dumping all of the video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though. I don't, I'm not really good at social well, media. Well, I'm saying like just as far as like a video that a guest has of themselves mm-hmm. on YouTube. Mm. So like the okay, death so was him singing death was yeah, arrested in like, the Georgia Dome. It's like five point eight million a, views or there's something. There's a competitor coming up though. There's and a competitor right. coming oh, yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, competitor right. coming yeah, up. We'll get to him in just yeah, a second. Yeah, keep All right. So then so after Seth Condry was Brian Broderson. 
uh, who I think I made a you know made sure to say this in in his episode um, was was is near and dear to my heart. I mean, and, and Pastor Brian has been, um, I'd say, right there with Tim Keller, you know, as a early on as a pastor, learning to teach. I remember when you told us you had Brian Burris, and I was just like, you came out of your yeah. office being like. Like you were so ecstatic, I was like, "We got either Francis Chan or the Pope one." Like, right, we, yeah. we, 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 Pope Francis, yeah. <laughs> one of the Francis's. Yeah, I was like, I was like, well, you know, the the Protestant Pope or the Catholic, one of the right. two. Yeah, but oh gosh, yeah. You and I, our argument—that's uh, an argument though we have. I think John Piper is the Protestant Pope. Um, you can think Francis. You, he thinks Francis Chan. <laughs> Francis Chan. Francis you got, Chan. You got my vote. Yeah. yeah. Well, either one. Little, but yeah, a little closer to the Pope in his cal- in his uh, in his Eucharist. Yeah, in the uh, Eucharistic theory. Um, Broderson's the man. If Pastor Brian's listening, uh, he, he, you know, I, I'm so thankful for him coming on. It was a huge encouragement to me. After him was Michael Heiser, mm-hmm. which that shook a lot of people. The Michael Heiser episode shook a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking about demons, which was the book we were talking about that he had published recently. And then also talking about the Tower of Babel, talking about territorial spirits. Like a lot of people really resonated with that episode. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that was probably an episode two where people like just didn't just didn't see some of that content coming, um, and and that was that was, I mean that was a fun one for me. I I had to study up a ton on that, that one. one. I mean I, you wouldn't believe. Okay. Like I sound really smart in that episode. <laughs> I studied a ton for that episode. I felt like I was back in school for that one. Um, after that, Andy Bannister, which we just talked about him a ton, and he I mean he was the best. I mean I like personally that was. To look at this list and say which one I enjoyed the most is ridiculous, but because I, I enjoyed all of them. But Andy Bannister was was really cool. After that was uh, was Piper, mm-hmm. Piper Junior. Barnabas Piper, mm-hmm. which was you know we talked about him too. Skip Heitzig. After that, Skip was uh, Pastor Skip out there in New Mexico, uh, another Calvary guy. Russell Moore, um, that was a fun one. Uh, he you know he was super generous to to come on. Mm-hmm. After Russell Moore, Joel Barnes. Joel Barnes, man. Now, if now, I could have taken this as an insult, but I think Joe Barnes, th- that episode was the one where all of our friends actually started listening to this show. <laughs> it, it, it brought some people. Dude, promises yeah. was bobbing off. At that well, point, well, it still is too. Oh, I mean, yeah, like yeah, I said, yeah, like yeah. I, I told you guys the other day, since that interview. There's been another five million views. I, I think in the intro to the interview, I said fourteen million mm-hmm. on YouTube. And I looked the other day, Jack Curiosity, and it's like 19 million. Now, I'm attributing at least one of those million to the All Things All People podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know. We, hey, we love to do it, Joe. We to, love to, to, to do Joe, it. I'm, you're welcome, bro. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, the Joe Barnes episode was, was I mean, there, there, that was so much fun. Joe yeah. was, and, and, you know, t- Joe's a little bit closer in age than most of the guests, than, you know, t- at least to me and to you guys. And so. It was a lot of fun. A few people I've ever, you know, I don't, I don't meet these people necessarily, but like, you know, virtually meet that, that was as laid back and as, as just genuine, like Joe, Joe wasn't putting on at all. Everything that Joe said in that episode, he genuinely meant. Um, so Joe, Joe was the man. Really sweet moments in that episode too. There was a lot of sweet moments. Um, and that was a special, yeah, that was a special one to be a part of. Um, after that was my buddy, Jason Cheese Gel. Uh, who's a missionary to Papua New Guinea? Um, had a lot of great feedback. After after Cheese Joe was Christy McClellan, um, mm-hmm. Christy McClellan out in uh, Tennessee, Franklin, Tennessee, near Nashville. 
Um, amazing Bible teacher. That one was really great. Justin Brierly after that. Mm-hmm. What was y'all's thoughts on Justin Brierly? I mean, you guys, I remember being in Athens, Georgia. I was at a conference, at an academic conference last year. You guys came with me. This is pre-All Things All People podcast. Mm-hmm. And if we had had microphones back then, that would have been a trip. But uh, we were in Athens, Georgia, and we literally, this is how nerdy we are. So in that episode, I tell <laughs> Brierly, I tell Justin, I say, hey, me and my friends sit around and watch those debates. Literally, I can remember on a Friday night coming home from that conference, you, and, you guys and me go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And we come back to our Airbnb, and we did not watch basketball. We did not watch football. We watched Andy Bannister, of all people, yep. mm-hmm. debate Peter Singer on, on right, Unbelievable, yeah. mm-hmm. on the big conversation. So so when Justin Briarly, when I told Justin Briarly that, he pre-show, he legitimately made fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> he was legitimately like, well, it sounds like you're, your friends and you guys are kind of kind of nerdy a little bit i'll take that let's go justin let's go but what was y'all's thoughts when when mr unbelievable came on the show gosh what do you ask him (laughs) i mean like really what do you ask the guy really is where do you start yeah the world's your worst year on that Uh Mm -hmm. well is is it you know he sits across from bart ehrman nt wright tim keller andy bannister peter singer everybody the list goes on and on Yeah. yeah it was i mean it was a fun interview easily uh the 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 one that you know could have probably gone the deepest because of the people He's had interaction with. And the, the cool thing about him is you listen to that interview and you realize how interesting he is. Yeah. And how immensely talented he is as an interviewer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get enough credit for that. He really, no, he no, really, no, really no. doesn't. And like, it's amazing. He's somebody who has a bias in the conversation, mm-hmm. but somehow his conversations seem unbiased mm-hmm. as they can be. Yeah. Um, granted, and in, in he'll put in the Christian worldview, but in such a way mm-hmm. that he's actually legitimately wanting an answer from yeah. the from the opposite side. Yeah, um, I remember like one of the best jobs he ever did was with uh, Cosmic Skeptic and uh, Frank Turek. Frank Turk, yeah. He did an amazing job. That was a that was a weird weird debate too. It was. It was a real. We it, listened to it on the way to. Okay. A Southern Evangelical. Debate. When uh, with with Ruse. Yeah. Okay. We, yeah, we, yeah. We listened to it on the way to that one. Okay. Yeah. But I remember even thinking that debate. I'm like, man, I would hate to moderate this debate. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Justin Barley was the moderator for that. Yeah, he's the man. He's the man. Well, he did such a good job because it ended up being like kind of a battle of semantics, and he wasn't yeah. okay to keep it there, and he kept he kept it moving. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's that's a perfect summary of Justin Brierly. Um, after that, Dorothy Greco, we had a great conversation about marriage and relationships. Um, after that, Australian Mike Bird, Mike Bird, which was which was cool. Not a lot of people realize this because Americans think that America is the center of Christianity, but Mike Bird is one of the most important New Testament scholars alive on the planet today. He'd probably hate it if I said that. Um, but he's, dude, he was, he was legitimately cool. Yeah, he was. He roasted Americans, dude. He killed us. <laughs> he got us pretty good. He hit, he hit us on cheese. Although. What was this thing? He said like Popeye's or something like that? He likes the rice and beans from Popeye's. Okay, yeah, he likes that's chilies it. and Applebee's. Which is also hey. your taste in restaurants. Hey. Not Applebee's, but chilies I can get down with. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You yeah. and Mike Bird could hang that. Yeah. Oh, me Can't and Mike Bird could hang all, all day long. I mean. Meeting the motherland with Foley Beach, we'd be, <laughs> yeah, we'd, right. we'd be kicking. Yeah. So, so yeah, Mike Bird was awesome. Frank Turek uh, was on the show just a couple weeks ago. That was huge. Um, now, Frank is now. When I think about apologists, and now we've we've learned a lot in this past six months because you know we've had a couple different types of apologists on the show. Uh, we've had Annie Bannister, mm-hmm. who runs the Solos Center for Public Christianity out in the UK, and I feel like his brand of apologetics is a little bit different. 
than most. And then Franks is a very like kind of like, you know, he stands up in front of people and mm-hmm. he just takes their questions. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it can seem like a response to new atheism. Oh, 100%. In 100%. His debate style. Frank Turek, though, is the man when it comes to like answering answering questions, I think. Oh, yeah. The man um, of a billion slides. Um, the man of a billion slides. Yeah, 100%. Um, but that was kind of crazy. And so like one thing that people don't realize, and I, I'm looking forward to the day when you boys start doing interviews. I'm going to start giving <laughs> interviews <laughs> off to you guys, yeah. I think. <laughs> Seriously, I'd like to see you guys do some interviews in the, in the next year. But um, it, there's a weird moment when, you know, because I, I set up these calls with these people and, you know, pretty much every interview has been, um, except for the ones with you guys, has been virtual. And um, there's a weird moment where, it, like on Zoom, a doorbell rings when the person's trying to enter mm-hmm. the room because I send them the information. It's kind mm-hmm. of this long, drawn-out process. Right. And there's always this weird moment where a window pops up that it lets me know that these people are trying to get into the call. Mm-hmm. And I hear a ding-dong. And I look up and it says, Frank Turek is trying to enter the call. Yeah. And I'm that like, is wild. Have the and power. It's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. It does not matter how many weeks I've been preparing for the call or preparing for the interview. I'm like, I have to let Frank Turek in on this call, you know? So it's kind of a weird thing, but pretty cool. That is odd. It's pretty weird. I'm yeah. not going to lie. We, dude, we're blessed element. We have a uh, little espresso machine in our basement. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Hope House Coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yes. And, and I remember just sitting there and you, um, I think you were making maybe a French press. Maybe? I don't know. Anyway, you make yourself I've a been cup on of coffee. A French, I've been on a French press kick lately. I remember, man, you had a little bit of a different vibe about you picking up that Frank Turret call. Like <laughs> you, were, you, were, you were just like, this is a different animal a little bit. I think so. One thing that I really enjoy about the show is that sometimes these people are well known to me mm-hmm. and to you guys even, but not to like everybody. Mm-hmm. And Frank Turek in American Christianity right now is a pretty popular guy. Oh, yeah. And especially in the Southeast, especially to people who are interested in apologetics. Mm -hmm. And so Frank Turek, I I don't know. I mean, I could go down the list, you know, Karen Swallow Pryor, um, you know, Skip Heitzig. There's there's some people on here who are genuinely very well known. And and Frank Turek's up there. So, I I mean, I wasn't nervous necessarily, but I was kind of like, this is a different beast. Plus, you have to be on top of your game to talk to Frank Turek, I think. Sharp dude. Sharp dude. You got to drink your cup of coffee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can't roll out of bed and talk to Frank Turek. Um, But on that note, too. Our last guest of 2020 is Andreas Kostenberger, which as we're recording this episode, Mm -hmm. that episode actually came out this morning. It's been it's been very well received. We're talking we talked about um, the actual, you know, like what actually happened on Christmas, not just what happened in, you know, what we think happened on Christmas. And Mm -hmm. um, I tell the story in that episode of how, you know, Andreas Kostenberger means a lot to me because I reached out to him when I was in college and he was super cool to me and, and all that. But that's a great episode. If you haven't listened to that, even definitely do that even if it's after Christmas when you're listening to this one. But boys, we've had a heck of a lineup in twenty. Yeah. It's been awesome. We've had a heck it's been of a, a great lineup. first year for it's you. It's been a great first year. Not for me, for us. Uh I mean and and, and, and it's gonna continue to it's gonna continue to grow. We have some really great guests lined up for twenty twenty one. Um and I'm i I'm excited to continue on doing more and more of these these episodes with you boys and, and seeing you guys continue to to grow in your roles. But we have some awards to hand out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have four awards in the first annual All Things All People podcast awards. Should this be a drum roll or like the Emmy? Like the I don't know. I mean, we can add some things in post, I suppose. <laughs> um, but uh, Ben's a, an accomplished drummer, um, and so there's a drum kit over in the corner. But we're not. We, we won't add that in here live. But <laughs> so we put out a couple of things on Instagram, 
and people voted and uh, we, we let people choose who their funniest, who they, who they thought the funniest guest was, who they discovered through the show and just who in general was their fan favorite. And then we have another award to, to give out on top of that. So today we're going to be giving out four awards. This is the first year of these awards. My goal, my plan is to give these out every year that we're doing the show. Um, and in all likelihood, probably name the awards after the first uh, after the first recipient of that. And so the first award was for the funniest guest. It was for the funniest guest. I'm going I'm to be real with you. There was a, it was a runaway. It was, yeah. There was literally two people who were voted for. One, I don't think had a funny moment in the entire episode. So I think it was just somebody <laughs> was picking their favorite. Uh, I won't say who that was, but uh, but you know I. I don't genuinely think we had a ton of funny moments on the show. I mean, I can't think of a ton. I mean, there was a few moments where I maybe there was some humorous moments. There was some humorous moments. I can remember chuckling a little bit with Brian Broderson, chuckling a little bit with with Andy Bannister. Didn't chuckle so much with Doctor Heiser. Yeah, really? talking about demons. Yeah, really. that's fair. Didn't chuckle so much. I'm surprised you guys. I'm actually surprised you guys didn't get the funniest award. I'm surprised nobody put in a crew vote, but. We try to stay impartial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're like the Academy. <laughs> so, so, so the recipient of the, of the all things, all people podcast award for funniest guest of 2020 is Mr. Down under Mike bird. Hey. Oh, hey. Mike job, bird, Mike job, bird, Mr. Chili's and Applebee's himself. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mike bird. So yeah. So that, that award from now on will be called the Mike bird award for funniest guest. It's definitely, I mean, definitely the line is about there's, more uh, more women at a gay bar than an ETS meeting. Yeah. And let me tell you, he was not wrong. Okay. We won't, we won't <laughs> like <laughs> I posted that on Twitter and it lit up Twitter. It lit up Twitter. People were, were making that a statement. And I was like, I'm like, is this going to be our first viral post uh, is, is making a statement about having a female president for the evangelical theological society. I was like, this is going to become what we're known for. So, yep. but yeah, so Mike bird, they're in Australia. New well, Testament well scholar. Deserved. Well, well deserved. Well deserved. I mean, he had me cracking up that entire episode. He had me cracking up. Um, next next award was uh, actually an award Josh came up with. Um, was the Discovery Award. Mm. So, was, uh, what was it? The the idea that who did you come across in the in the show? Yeah, who are, who are you listening to on the show? And you really didn't know them, or or maybe you'd heard of them, but you didn't really follow them closely. And just just hearing what they had to say, you were like, man. I want to follow this person on my IG. I want to follow this person yeah. on their Twitter. Their like what yeah. they're doing. So, uh, so yeah, I thought yeah. that I thought that was kind of kind of telling for the show. You know, hopefully, some of our guests sold books. You know, a lot of my guests have have books out whenever we interview. So we always hope that they sell books and stuff. It's like not that. transactional, but it is mutual. It's that's a great way to say it. Actually, yeah, <laughs> is you know, it, but uh, so yeah, so we have, we have a lot of people that that could have been discovered, but this is the the resounding favorite. Is that the the award for the Discovery Award for 2020 All Things All People podcast was Barnabas Piper? Barnabas. Oh, Good job, Barnabas, Barnabas Piper is he John Piper's son? Maybe. I, th- I heard I he was know. John Piper's son. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Oh my goodness! Just, I think he's going to be more famous than his dad rules. one day. <laughs> That's what the yeah, absolutely. Oh my good. goodness, good. Barnabas good Piper. As anybody, I guess. Barnabas Piper. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, he could. Yeah, I mean, he. But by the way, he has his own podcast, Happy Rant. But Barnabas, anytime you want to come be a part of a crew episode, by all means, we got to see you available. Oh, he'd for fit you. right in. He would fit in. All right, last fan chosen. This is a good one. Fan favorite. 
Now, this doesn't mean that if you didn't win this, that, you know, people don't like you. But I think that there was there was an there was an overwhelming fan favorite. Mm -hmm. And I was very surprised, not because I didn't agree, but because I was just I was encouraged to see that people agreed with with me, with us. And uh, and, and and it goes to show that uh what this person said on the show really resonated with a lot of folks yeah and and so yeah it's my i'm excited my honor for the first all things all people podcast fan favorite award to go to dr andy bannister andy Andy. out of the uk did us proud oh my goodness yeah i mean he he was our favorite too and so yeah he's so good andy that was that was phenomenal and then the last one, most listens. So this is more of a pragmatic one, right? This one, nobody had a choice over other than, you know, everybody who listened to the show yep. at one point or another. And uh, this, was a, this was a cool one, right? So this one surprised me because we've had some big names on the show. But this should speak to the following that this person has, yep. the, the devotion that this person has, the success that this person's achieved already in what they're doing. In, in writing, in leading studies, um, and church ministry and things like that. Um, and so, you know, you go back over that list and you see all the people that, that easily could have won this award. But the person, the episode, and I'm sorry to say, gentlemen, it was not a crew episode, mm-hmm. right? We got to step up our game. We do. We got to step up our game. But next year, next, next year, year, what next if year. next year we're going to win? We're coming for and yeah. anybody, next year. Crew, and anybody who was on the show and did not win. Come no. back on, come rally back your up. base, come get back the numbers on. up, mm-hmm. rally your base. <laughs> yeah, like Trump or something. Um, so, <laughs> so the 2020 award for most listens, Miss Christy McClellan. Oh, Woo, McClellan. Christy, great job, Christy, with Jesus Phenomenal. and women through Lifeway. Man, that was a good that episode. That title might have helped a little that, bit. That too. probably helped. I mean, fifty percent of your demographic is is grouped into the title. But she was phenomenal. That was a super interesting one. That was a good one. That was that a really, was a really tight good one. Episode. And yeah. it was famously too. You know, the intro the intro to that one was me talking about how I left my office and my daughter Savannah was excited that a woman had been on the show. Mm-hmm. Not to my own credit, Karen Swallow Pryor had already been on the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to go ahead and put out that out there. Put that out there. We have women lined up for 2021. Um, but yeah, Kristen McClellan really resonated, really connected with a lot of people, which is really cool to see. She did a phenomenal job. Super interesting. One of the most intelligent people I talked to on the show. And I've talked to a lot of intelligent people, mm-hmm. including y'all. Um, so, so yeah, she was, she was cool. So, so that's a, that's a great standard bearer for 2020 in, in for 2021 guests, they're going to have a tough time conquering that list of guests, but, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, so uh, so congratulations to all the to all the winners, gentlemen. Maybe we'll win one next year. Maybe, maybe, maybe. we'll win one. Oh man, I'm fired up now. <laughs> maybe in 2021, what we'll do is set up an episode of just like loading in stuff that we know will get the people going. You know, I mean, if we're judging off of this, it's women, demons, and <laughs> and uh, anything you can about about an English accent. Yeah, yep. English accent. Foley told us that. And uh, <laughs> dang it, <laughs> dang it. Oh, bonjour. <laughs> and uh, and and then I guess um, charis charismatic, mm-hmm. as close as you can get to charismania without well, Ben. You're pretty charismatic. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, ben, so Ben's one resurrection away from a sensationalist. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 last thing then. So yeah, congratulations to the winners. 
they they really made a made a, a a difficult year really great for for you know all of us and for the people who listen to the show and uh but last thing is this you know we start off the show by kind of talking about everybody's waiting for 2021 and all of a sudden for some reason when we get to january 1st everything's going to get better and the question i wanted to just kind of ask you guys is as we end 2020 and of course we're hopeful when we're expectantly hopeful mm-hmm. and especially going into you know you we're recording this before christmas of 2020 it's being published after um but uh but yeah so what do you think then you know what's y'all's encouragement to the person who for some reason thinks that 2021 is going to be automatically better and and really i guess what would be your answer to the the question and the sentiment of like you know what if 2021 sucks too Mm. um and and kind of what you know what answers does our faith have to the suffering that we've experienced collectively in 2020 and of course we're hoping for a vaccine you know the vaccine's coming we know and we're hoping for at least in the usa the political tensions to 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 die down a little bit and we're hoping for so many different things but but yeah, what do you, what do you guys think? What would your encouragement be to, um, to the idea of like 2021 might still be rough, Yeah, yeah. you know? And I think our faith is not devoid of answers in that. So, what, you know, what comes to y'all's minds as we encourage the church in that way? Man, I mean, unfortunately it's not like uh Cinderella's car- carriage, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. transform from the carriage to the pumpkin at 12, you know, right. not everything's going to change when the ball drops. But, you know, I think about, uh, I think about like one of our favorite sermons between the three of us or teachings is uh, Tim Mackey's Crocus mm. Flower yeah. mm-hmm. and the Empty Tomb. We're coming for you, Tim, in 2021. <laughs> Man, I was about to say, Tim, we would love to have you on. We're all huge mm. fans. And, uh, but, but in that sermon, he talks about the idea of the crocus flowers, like the first flower that blooms. And, and then usually in the areas where it blooms, it gets covered back up by snow. In, mm-hmm. the, in the winter seasons and even into what in North Carolina we'd already be wearing uh, short sleeves and, yeah. and going swimming. But uh, that even when it's covered, you still remember that hope. Mm-hmm. You still remember that flower that had bloomed. And like, that's really what our faith is, is mm-hmm. this, this flower that we've seen bloom once. And no matter how deep the snow gets, we know that it'll bloom again mm-hmm. and that it's right underneath the surface. And, uh, and man, you know, we, we talk about, me and Jeremy will be sitting in the office and he'll mention, oh man, we, we had this crazy spike in India this mm-hmm. week. And um, man, why did we have a spike in India? It wasn't just a bunch of people in India that decided to tune into the podcast that week. It's because one person tuned in and they shared it with their friends. And that's the thing I love about all things. And that's the things that I really resonate with within the podcast mm-hmm. is that the hope that we try to share in the mm-hmm. podcast and through the experts we bring on in the Christian thinkers. And then, mm-hmm. you know, what little bit of Christian thinking me and Ben can add to the mix that hopefully it's encouraging. Hopefully. And hopefully it's something that could give you hope that, that whatever 2021 looks like, mm-hmm. um, if it's bad, then there, there is hope underneath the surface. And that if it is, it is good, mm-hmm. then that can, that can last. And that, you know, there can be life and hope that is found in Jesus. And I don't know. I think that's really what we try to do with all things is bringing hope to all things, to all people through mm-hmm. all things. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I've seen a lot of people 
place, you know, of course we come out of a political season where it seems like a lot of people are placing Mm -hmm. hope politically. Mm -hmm. We come out of a public health season where people are placing a lot of hope in public health officials and vaccines. And of course I'm, I'm excited to, to see the vaccine come through and to see measures taken to restrict the spread of COVID-19 and all that. But Mm -hmm. like Josh said, when the ball drops in 2021, it's not like everything's just automatically going to get easier. And if our, if our viewpoint is such that we expect it to, and it doesn't, if anything, it's only going to get more difficult. Yeah. And you're putting in your hope in something that is yeah. that is fleeting, and you're there's no reason to believe well, that it's actually going to help. I mean, perspective really is key. That's yeah, like, that's a great point. Right yeah. attitude, right mindset, right yeah. expectations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, I, I think that the key too is like, what perspective should we have as Christians? Yeah. I think I think Christians in America have always had it easier than the rest of the world, and that we mm-hmm. can just kind of say, well, let just let's just let time heal the wounds yeah and eventually things will get better and we're you know we're facing a public health crisis political division where it's like obviously time is not just going to heal this yeah you know so i guess what perspective you know what perspective should we have mm-hmm. as christians you know and 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 obviously um like then like you said perspective is everything you know and and so having having our hope grounded in something other than you know earthly concerns um something other than just our goals i know that the year end and the year beginning is a time where people set goals and Mm. and i you know i will be i'm sure you guys will be too but but ultimately realizing and recognizing that our faith is ancient you know and our faith has been something that has stood the test of time Mm. our faith is something that has stood corporate collective suffering over and over and over again. And, and ultimately I hope I don't offend anybody, but I don't care if I do is that Americans have not collectively suffered really since world war two, maybe mm-hmm. Vietnam, you know, and, maybe, maybe. and maybe in the short, short, very short span, burst in nine 11, things like that. Yeah. yeah. But ultimately like nothing quite like this in quite a while. And, and I think, you know, we see that, um, for a lot of people, their faith has been really tried by this. Mm. And I think what we've, what we're, what we need to kind of rest on is that, um, ultimately our faith has withstood greater tests and will withstand greater tests. And so going into 2021, you know, for the three of us sitting at this table, for the listeners at home, and even maybe the listeners down the line, maybe you're listening to this five or 10 years later, and who knows where the show's at this point, but you're listening to it because it caught your caught your interest and and you need this encouragement is that like you know um the christian faith withstood the crucifixion of its lord the Mm. the 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 martyrdom of pretty much all of its early church fathers and apostles the the imprisonment of pretty much every important person in the first 100 to 200 years of its faith and so on and so on and so on i could go on and yet here we are two thousand years later here we are Man, yeah. and I think I have to say, and I just feel like the Holy Spirit wants me to to share with with the characteristic of our God is one that does not take us out of persecution, but join us joins us in persecution. Mm-hmm. That regardless of what's going on, whether it's COVID or lockdowns in another nation or or just in, intense persecution, that nowhere in scripture do we see God taking us out of the persecution, but he joins us in it and he gives peace and, and guidance and, and just like a, I don't know, just a truly enveloping 
just his nature and his love in those circumstances. Um, so the circumstances that we might find ourselves in, which we found ourselves in in 2020, or we might find ourselves in 2021, the presence of God doesn't leave the Christians. He, he stays, and that's part of his nature, and that's part of his love. Well, and, and, and so as we come to a close of, of 2020, which for many people was the worst year in their life, um, and for, for very understandable reasons, we hope and pray that 2021 is better, but we know that even if it's not, that ultimately the Lord's still going to be glorified. Yes. We ultimately know that that the Lord's still going to work out to his His good, his glory, and the good of his people through him. And so um, wherever you're at all over the world, whether in the United States or somewhere else, we know that you might have had an extremely rough year. And we're thankful that you've been a friend of the show um, to this point. We hope that you're a friend of the show continuing on. And please reach out to us, you know, through social media, through email, and let us know, you know, how we can be praying for you and how this show can continue to minister to you. Um, and as you've heard in this episode, it's been a good year for all things, all people. And we pray and hope and know that it's even going to continue to to get better and, and, and you know, greater days are ahead. Um, but we, we say that knowing that it's difficult times for a lot of people right now. And so, so yeah, so we, we're glad that you've been along for the ride thus far. Uh, gentlemen, as of course, you know, two of my closest friends, um, I'm glad you guys have been arrived for the long thus far. Hope you guys are in it for quite a while. Hope to see uh, all of our roles grow in all things, all people. Hope we can look back even on this episode one day and say, uh, those, those three idiots didn't even know, <laughs> those didn't even know what, what was coming. Um, and so, yeah, so to those, into to, to the guests who've been on the show in 2020, thank you so much for, for being a part of making the first six months, really not even a whole year of the all things, all people podcast. Great. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, here's to, here's to 2020 and, and beyond. Um, we don't have champagne or anything at the, at the table, of course, but, uh, but, uh, but we would pop it if we had it. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, so, so whenever you listen to this happy new year to you and I hope 2021 is friendly to you as I hope it's friendly to us here at this table at Tar Heel Drive here in Small Town Friendly. Yeah. Uh, so, gentlemen, thank you for being a part of All Things All People. Thank you for being a part of this this show, and I hope that you were blessed by uh, the first year of the... Of the-